guys what's up um welcome we're gonna talk about episode 10 i can never line this up right of episode 10 of season 10 night day fiance um we will not have Kara tonight no we will have Kara tonight we will not have dd tonight dd is on a cruise right now so let's all be a little jealous of dd because she's enjoying herself on the cruise there's no internet in the middle of the ocean wherever she's at so have fun on your cruise Didi. she'll be back with us sometime next week after the cruise they're docking back in miami so but we do have Kara joining us tonight so we can um converse on the show i don't know should we start calling this the after show do you guys remember back in the day there was after shows like after the show went off there would be like another show that came on and it was like an after show i kind of feel like we should bring those back just a thought hey pineapple car is here her cruise which i would say i'm jealous of her but i'm scared of the ocean so i don't know if i'm jealous just not my thing howdy hey how, how are, are you? you i'm good how are you i'm good i'm good we had like a crazy storm earlier but it's it's fine now it is dumping rain here really yeah it was really crazy it was raining insane it's probably the first time it rained in like a month but it was like an insane storm, but it's over now. But like, it's like drizzling and it's kind of cold outside too. Like it brought the cold, but. This is oh. usually a time for us, so. Oh. The rain is weird. Right? Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. It should be snowing. So yeah. Dee Dee is on her cruise. Nice. So she has no internet. I think she lost internet at 3 p.m. today because she was like, hey, I don't have service anymore. And I'm like, you're on a cruise. Yeah. Do your thing, you know, like there, there is nothing wrong with having some me time. So I'm happy for her. She'll be back sometime next week, back in the States. She's somewhere in the ocean. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her, right? I was going to say I'm jealous, but I don't want to be in the middle of the ocean, so I'm not jealous. Oh, I'm, I'm totally jealous, and I wouldn't mind. You were in the ocean. You did good. No, that we just, we just sailed around downtown Tampa. Like, we, I could see the land. <laughs> so that that made it a lot easier for me as i looked yeah. out there was land because i was like if i could just get a life jacket on i could probably get to the land it was like i could see it it was very close i could see like people on their decks like that yeah. close to the land so i was like i don't know if we went down i would probably have enough in me to get over to something that i can hold on to long enough to not die it but it was it was crazy like when we were turning around and the boat was like rocking i was like I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. Like I don't like this at all. I've never been on a cruise, but I would totally go. Dee Dee said she's gonna get me on one. I told yeah. her she's she's losing it, but she said that <laughs> if I could get her on an airplane, she could get me on a cruise. So we have like a little bet going. Right. So I'm trying to get her on a flight. She's gonna try to get me on a cruise. Okay. So speaking of flights, um, Jasmine and Gino have went to Miami, which is the closest to Panama you know, that she's gotten to see since she's been in the U.S. because unfortunately, she's living in Michigan. No offense to Michigan, but you know, like if you leave a beautiful tropical place like Panama and then you go to Michigan, it's going to be a really difficult transition. Yeah. You know, she's, she's used to extremely warm, beautiful weather, a lot of sun, sandy beaches, 
um, all of the the amenities of living in a tropical place. And then she's in Michigan. And I feel her every time she says that she's so cold, she can't concentrate. I remember when I lived in Ohio, I used to say that exact phrase. I was like, I'm literally so cold, I can't concentrate. I really, really hate it. So I get it. Oh, I wanted to talk about bowling. Do you buy bowling food? Absolutely. Really? I don't yeah. buy food at the bowling area. That's so weird. So yeah, Jasmine thinks that bowling is just an excuse for people to eat fast food. And I was like, I don't know. I've never really ate bowling food. I usually just go there to bowl. I just or, did not. I mean, nachos are good. I get it. I mean, it's kind of gross when you think about it because you're grabbing the chips with your fingers and then you're put, putting your fingers in the nasty ball, which is yeah. because I Which everybody shares the balls. That sounds weird. Shares the bowling balls. And they also share the shoes. Like when Jasmine was explaining it out loud, was like putting your feet in shoes that other people's feet have been in and then putting your fingers in those bowling balls that other, I was like, this actually sounds really disgusting. Now that she's saying it, I never noticed the smell, but I do think that there is like a foot smell in there because yeah. everybody is, because I do remember when I would go bowling when I was younger, my mom's one friend, he and another girl, they would bring their own shoes. Yeah. And I didn't understand it because I was a kid. So I thought maybe they had weird feet or something. They, no, they, didn't. they just didn't want to stick their feet in those funky ass shoes that other, because you don't know what people do cleanly wise, you know, and I, I get that now. And then some people would ask for the bowling alley socks. Do you remember that? Like I was getting it like deep into this thought and I was like, I don't really want to go bowling anymore. And then thinking about all that, the same people who handle your shoes are making your food. <laughs> that's so true right and then i was like this whole i'm like down a rabbit hole now now i'm like terrified to go bowling i think i'm gonna get like a disease or something because i was like yeah. that can't be right like i don't want the same people who like spray because they were spraying shoes and then he ordered his food with like the same people and i was like i don't know i don't know how i feel about that gross. <laughs> so Never thought about it but i think i'm done bowling for good well yeah now I'm, I'm, i'll have to show up with like dr carter sanitizing wipes and sprays and i have to like clean everything about like now because I, I never actually wiped down a bowling ball i just stuck my hand in it like it was clean you know and i'm just thinking like yeah now i'm gross right like yeah. now jasmine has now helped me realize that i'm a gross person yeah. i never thought that that would be so so what do we what do we feel about jasmine had a bachelor party gino had a bachelor party but they didn't tell each other because twitter was a little divided because Twitter said that G Gina was right. Having a bachelor party in the U.S. Is, is normal. And you don't have to tell anyone that you're doing it. It should be a given. And let's not forget, remember, I don't know what season it was. Jasmine had like a stripper for her birthday. Yeah. And he was like all over her, like everything in her face. And, and Gina was there. Yeah, Gina was in Panama at yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, I don't want to like come down on Gino for not telling her because I mean, I want to say that Gino knew about the stripper situation after the fact, because one of her friends accidentally, like, let it out. But, like, as it was happening, she, he didn't know about it. So I was like, you can't really get mad at him for, for doing what you did exactly, yeah. like, to the T. Because she, she did, I mean, she tried to play it off like she didn't know that her friends were going to have the stripper for her birthday. But even when they did, you know, she could have said, hey, there's a stripper here, you know, let's just for transparency, right? Like, let's just be transparent. So you don't hear it from someone else. Cause he did, he heard it from someone else. And now she's like, well, you need to stop lying to me and, and omitting the truth. And then also her half of her ass 
belongs to Dane, which Gino also doesn't know. So it's like, I don't know, I, I wanna be on somebody's side, but I feel like they both have like issues. There's skeletons in the closet. And I do feel yeah. like instead of getting to the bottom of their issues, they, they fight, 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 and then Gina will take her somewhere or buy her something or do something, and then they just sweep the fight under the rug. Because Jasmine said tonight on the episode, she was like, I don't forgive him, and this isn't over, but I do deserve a vacation. I was like, see, this is the issue. time, when she goes to the nail salon, when she goes to the hair salon, when she goes to the spa, it's because I was mad at Gino, so he deserves to pamper me. I mean, well, right, right, which is, which is fine, but you also can't just sweep your issues under the rug whenever you know you have a fight you have to get to the bottom of each issue because yeah. she's just like oh yeah I'm, I'm still mad but i'll go to miami no but like you have to actually work on issues and i feel like there there's no transparency between the two of them they don't have any communication they just fight they don't get to the bottom of anything she's pissed off she throws things at him then she says i want to go back to panama then the next week on the next episode they're happy and it's very confusing <laughs> if she hangs on to these issues then she can use it for the next time she needs to get her nails done or whatever. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good to, she has them in her back pocket. Cause like she said, she said, I'm not okay with it. I'm not forgiving him. But mm -hmm. you know, after all that he put me through, I deserve a trip. Yes. You know, so she just looked at it as I'll pretend like I like him while we're in Miami. And then when he does something stupid again, I'll bring this back up later. Exactly. That's exactly how she reacted. She's like, well, yeah, I'm not happy, but Miami is a nice, you know, change. So I'm just gonna deal with him get this trip and be happy. Oh, she said on one of her Instagram lives, a lot of people kept asking this question, so I wanted to talk about this real quick. She said on one of her Instagram lives that, you know, we t we've we seen Wante and he's been on the show and she has another son and she, um, people wanted to know why we haven't seen him. And she um, revealed that her other son has special needs and she's very, very nervous about, you know, how people might treat him. So that's why she hasn't um, let them film him or anything. And I actually thought that that was a good, that was a good move as a mother because that, the internet is a super cruel place. That is very respectful, if that is the truth. Right, right. I mean, we don't know. We don't know anything. But that's, that was her reaction. It was on maybe Instagram Live or, or TikTok Live. I don't remember. Yeah. Saw, and, yeah, it was on Instagram. And she said that the internet can be very cruel and it, she want to expose him. But I get that. And, and like I said, that is so respectable, but is it respectable to just never talk about him like he doesn't exist? Well, yeah, talking about him on the show is not the same as filming him for the show. Because yes. you can talk about someone and not even use their name. She could just say, my youngest son. Yes. You know, she could talk about, I think a lot of people were like, you act like he doesn't exist. And I think that was where people's issues were. Because, you know, the existence of someone doesn't expose who they are, um, what they look like, what their name is. You can still talk about that person. Because it does seem like she's way more hung up on one, say, than anyone else. But again, we're only seeing what they film. You know, she right. could also called her other son or the other son could have also been on a call with her. They just didn't film it. So I want to give her the benefit of a doubt. But when she said that, because, you know, I was we were hard on her. You know about yep. that so when she said that i was like well if that is 100 percent true and he's special needs i think that was amazing parenting you know you yeah. protect your children at all costs you make sure that they are never exposed to anything that could be negative hurtful um um impactful to their emotional mental health and i think if that i don't know what type of special needs it is but whatever it is he doesn't need to be exposed to crazy trolls on the internet because even people who have no special needs whatsoever 
have a really difficult time with the internet. Look at Scott. Scott's yeah. perfectly fine. And the internet trolls got to him to the point where he's wiped himself clean yeah. of the internet. So that's a grown man. So imagine yeah. the effects on a child, you know? So I was really happy to see that she was protecting him, you know, because uh, we've been really hard on her and we've been wondering, you know, what her parenting style is and everything. So she's given us a little bit, a little insight. And that's good. That's respectful. But also, I want to mention the fact that I was more than shocked that Gino's family, his cousin Dana, was siding with Jasmine. Like, were you surprised by that? He was pretty hard on her. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, because he was saying that it's not so much that you had the bachelor party is that you didn't tell her. That's why she's upset. But then when we were watching Jasmine's reaction, it was more so she was pissed at there were women there. Yeah. It wasn't more. I don't think that Dana was right. I'm not saying he was right, but that's right. for seeing him say, Gino, you know, this is all you had to do is just be honest. Not yeah. He was pointing out that Gino was in the wrong. Which yeah, which is interesting because you're yeah. right. They said that she was a gold digging, yep. gold digger. And she was coming over here for one reason and they wanted nothing to do with her. And then the fact that he was like, you know what? She's not crazy in this situation. Cause you know, Gino, he's like, oh, I'm just scared of her. She's crazy. He's like, well, actually you're the yeah. problem. You know, you're the problem here. And, and that's interesting because like you said, his family basically before she even got here said that she was a, a user and she was only here for one thing and Gino needed to get his life in order. So it's but interesting that she might've changed their opinion I don't see how, but it's interesting I, that she may have. But also, so they go bowling and Gino says, I feel like you deserve a vacation, blah, blah, blah. We're all, okay, whatever. Do we realize that she's only been here for 10 freaking days? She hasn't done anything to deserve a vacation. There's literally 80 days to what at this point? 10 days? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, she just got there. They, but yeah. they fought like the whole 10 days. Yeah. So, so I will say. I'll take you anywhere you want to go in the United States. Oh, except for there. Because you know we're on a budget. But you deserve a vacation because you haven't put up with me for a whole two weeks. I mean, her love language is money. Is and vacation I think Gino, money? Yeah, I think Gino is going to. Okay, I'm back. I think Gino is going to have to come to grips with the fact that he's going to have to speak her love language. And her love language is, is cash money. You know, taking right. trips, buying her things, and making her feel special. And I don't know how I feel about relationships like that, because I feel like you can't purchase someone's love and affection. Yeah. And I understand that some people like finer things. Like, there are women who will only date a man who makes over $100,000 a year, or he has to live in a a house that's worth a certain amount of money. I get it, but I just, I feel like relationships have to have some equality to it. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like the woman just brings her being a woman to the table and then the man has to pay for everything. I don't know. I just feel like it's an uneven balance. And at some point, cause I was like, I don't know if I would feel comfortable being that person who has to be showered with gifts and everything. Because what if one day the person showering me with the gifts wakes up and decides they want to they want somebody else or they i'm getting old or i'm getting fat yeah. or you know they want to do because you could buy anyone gifts you know affection is not hard to get when you're giving them extensive stuff so i was like what if i wake up one day and they're like well i can i'm done with you i want i want to buy somebody else i want a new toy 
you know, because that's yes. like how that situation is. She's a toy. He gets the toy, but in order to keep and maintain the toy, he has to pay a certain amount of money. I just, I don't know. I really don't like the the relationships that work for. And if it works for some people, I'm not knocking you. You know, if you're in a relationship and you know he has to buy you purses and cars and give you money, and it works, I have no issue with the that. I just feel like it wouldn't work for me. You know, I right. just I want equality. I want to feel like we both are in this together and not like. Cause like, what if I lose my job or, 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 or vice versa, or, and then I can't support that lifestyle, are they going to leave me? Huh. You know, right. like that, that would always be in the back of my mind because yeah, I can give you these things now. What if there's a point where I can't, will your love dissipate because my money dissipated? Yeah. So exactly. what do you think about Jasmine saying no matter where they get married, she doesn't want his family there. What do you think of that? that? Is, that's bullshit. That blows my mind. Because family is important to Gino and she's made that pretty clear and she's like well let's get married in Miami and he's like well my family would not be able to to come to the wedding if it was in Miami and then she's like well even if we got married in Michigan I'm not really comfortable with them being there yeah. I don't know how that goes like the family has to be there it's kind of interesting because we're dealing with Anna, Anna Lee and Clayton and she's it's the opposite with her she wants that social interaction with family and other people and Jasmine seems to want a more isolated relationship. The more people she can close out of the relationship, the better. And yeah. I don't know if it's because she thinks the family might be a voice of reason, right? Like they might be She's the a one- control freak. She is a control freak. She's isolating him from as many people as she can. I mean, it, it's the typical control behavior. It's interesting because usually when we see manipulators, it's a man manipulating a woman that way. Yep. So it's kind of interesting to see it the other way around because you're right. She um, isolates him. And yep. before um, she got to Michigan, he had to check in. He had to have his location on. He had to FaceTime when he was going to be in public. It was the manipulation that we usually see from a male yeah. controlling a female. So it, we have to be very mindful that this isn't a gender specific thing exactly. manipulation works both ways and we can see she is definitely trying to control his life who he can and can't see who he talks to who's going to be in their life who's going to have a say in their relationship because other people from the outside can see what's going on pretty easily and yeah. Gino can be um what's the word he can be he can be swayed in different directions and you know and a lot of manipulators you know i think we saw this a lot with andre and libby Andre realized pretty early on that those sisters of, of Libby's could see right through his BS. Yeah. So the first thing he had to do was get those women out of the picture because those women in her ears were eventually going to get through to her and make her realize that she was not in a good relationship. And, and to this day, they're not as close as they used to be. He pretty much yeah. succeeded. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I want to talk about Rob and Sophie because Sophie and Rob are going through this crisis of her being bisexual, which I, I think we said last week isn't really a crisis in my book. You know, like, right. but for some reason, Rob feels insecure and he's like, well, how do I know one day you're not going to wake up and want to have a relationship with a woman? So is that a, um, is that a concern? Because she said that it wouldn't be a, a, a relationship between three people. It would just, but she also has said, how do I put this? She's never acting on this. It's an attraction. So I have a, a question. I don't want to be controversial, but is it possible to be bisexual without actually experiencing anything of that nature? See, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I don't know. Is it? Well, I, that was my first question because in order for you to say you 
are a sexuality, I feel like you should have some sort of experience with that. Because I've had people tell me that they thought they were gay or thought they were bisexual, and then they experienced it, they acted on it, and didn't care for it. So I feel like you need to have the experience to know. Because she's like, well, I've never actually acted on it. I I don't even look at women. Because he was like, how do I know you're not checking out women? And she's like, well, I don't. And I'm like, well, this whole thing seems sounds so strange to me. The whole situation is really weird. Like, you've never acted on it. Um, you're telling him, but you're also telling him that you only want to be with him and you would never act on it. But if you are bisexual, what would stop you from acting on it? Right. If you were, like, I don't know. I'm just confused, right? The whole thing confused the hell out of me. Like, I'm trying to make sense of it. And Rob is being a little insecure because he's like, well, if you get to sleep with other women, then I get to sleep with other women. And I was like, well, see, that's not the same thing. But it is. But is, is it? It was the first time I ever agreed with Rob, ever, probably the last. But when he said, so he's essentially saying, if you're going to sleep with a woman, you're not going out to do it. We'll sleep with her together. And that's that. So he's not saying he's that she can go out. He said, under no circumstance, can you just go be with a woman? But is it fair to... Because she never said that she was interested in being with a man and a woman at the same time. Because is that the, or is it because that's no, that's she the, never said that. But if she's gonna say, I don't have any urge to act on it, and if I did, I'll come to you and we'll come to a resolution. Well, he's saying his resolution would be that it's together or it's not happening. Hmm. So I don't know. I agreed with him, like, it's not an open relationship. How would that be different if Rob thought he was bi and he said, I want to go be with a man? She's not just going to be like, oh, okay, well, go check it out and see how you feel. Well, okay, I agree with you on that because I look at it as gender is fluid at this point Mm -hmm. and you can fall in love with anyone of any gender. So I think, yeah, you're right. Rob is probably looking at it as what if you just fall, you act on it and then you fall in love with this girl. Yep. Just like you were saying, he could act on and fall in love with the guy. Exactly. And then now, this is now open relationship territory when nobody agreed to that. So I, right. I kind of see what you're saying. And it, it's it's interesting that she waited 30 days before the wedding to tell him. Because Twitter did. said, um, well, he said, you should have told me two and a half years ago when we met. Do you agree with that statement? Do you think that you, yeah. if you have um, a gender um, orientation that's not straight, do you feel like you need to disclose it right away? I feel like that's a tough one because if we're dating and I'm seeing you every day, yes, I'm going to get to know you. But if you're living in another country, I'm going to get to know only what we get on FaceTime or over the phone or by text. That's all I'm getting. So I don't have the chance to get to know you. But the second you land in my country and we have 90 days to get married to make this decision, you should have either told me before you landed or the second you landed. Yeah, I, I just agree. Only because when you're getting married, you're committing to that specific person. Yes. And there's no open relationship in that yes. realm. So being bisexual, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's no. also opening up the option or opportunity to be with someone else. But you're married. I think being bisexual is probably best if you're 
with another person who's okay with it and you, they're in an open relationship or you're just dating because i don't see how marriage and bisexuality works together i guess that's right. where i'm looking at it because if you're committing to one person of one gender yes. but you're attracted to more than one gender how does that work in favor of marriage in the exclusive exclusivity of marriage so yeah. i think i think that waiting until the last minute was really shady you know, I feel yeah. like she, she I, I go back to this where I've been saying this for years, giving people all of the information to make a, a good decision is important because we can't make an educated decision with a third of the information. Yeah. Like I look at it like science and math, like you can't solve a math problem with without all of the needed information, right? Like fractions, um, the geometry, you need all of the available information in order to get the solution. And I feel yeah. like she was withholding all of the information, but wanted still wanted him to make a, a decision without yes. the info. And I wonder if he would have actually went through with the engagement and bringing her over here if he did know she was bisexual because he didn't get that information to make that decision ahead of time. I think he would have with different stipulations. Oh, so he would have been able to say, hey, okay, so I'm okay with this, but when you bring another woman in, it has to be in the bed with everyone. Like, yep. right, I feel like that was the direction he wanted to go. Most men would though. And yeah. I think most men think, oh, a bisexual woman means that we're going to have threesome all, all the time. But bisexual that does, bisexual doesn't mean people want to be having sex with all types of different people. Absolutely. I think that is a huge misconception. Yes. And I, especially on the men's part when they find out a woman is bisexual. Because Rob said something interesting tonight. He was like, most women are attracted to other women. And I was like, I disagree. I think a lot of women appreciate the beauty in other women. Doesn't right. mean they're sexually attracted. But right. because, you know, men, for some reason, they can't state that another man is attractive. They just right. can't. It's like a masculine thing. They just can't do it. Women are so um, comfortable in their sexuality. They can say, that woman is really beautiful. I like the way she dresses. I like her hair. I like her body. Women are able to speak that way about other women. It doesn't make them bisexual. It just means that they are comfortable enough to acknowledge beauty. Men yep. are not there. Men don't have the intelligence to be able to do that. They're too simple you know simple-minded when it comes to masculinity to do things like that so men i don't know this whole thing is crazy to me men think that if they say another man is attractive or good looking or whatever that automatically makes them gay there is no in between right and it's like you can you can acknowledge beauty we yeah. I, I have i've seen people who walk by and see a dog and they're like that's a beautiful dog right you can say the dog's beautiful but you can't say a person's beautiful yep. because they're the same gender as you like it's so stupid because yeah. men just don't have the the comfortable the comfortability in their masculinity to do things like that. Right. So this situation for me, I'm just confused because she's never acted on it. And I feel like, oh, another thing I wanted to say, by her marrying him, does that mean that she's not allowed to act on it? Does she have to suppress her feelings? Because that was another thing I was thinking of. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that she put it out there with the possibility of bringing someone in later. To kind of get his feelings, she kind. I I don't know. I th I think it's gonna happen, but it's gonna be all three of them. But the way he acted at the ring store, that would have been enough for me. I'd have been out. I wanted to talk about the ring store. So when okay, so I wanted your opinion. When you're going ring shopping, it was my understanding that you take a woman ring shopping. You do, but this is to get an idea of her style and to get her size. You don't actually purchase anything while she's there. This is what I was taught. Yep. So we've been watching men this on this show, especially we saw it last season was Misha and um, what was his name? Misha and 
Nicola? Nicola, yeah. Purchasing rings and negotiating prices in front of the woman that you're purchasing the ring for, which I think is super, super classless, right? Yeah. Like it's really classless and it's devaluizing to, like it devalues the woman because negotiate, there's nothing wrong with negotiating, right? Like when I go buy a car, I negotiate the price, right? right. I don't want to pay what the sticker says. I think it's crazy, but I'm buying the car for myself. I'm not making myself feel bad. I, I just want to save some money. There's nothing wrong with trying to get a good deal. But when the woman you're purchasing the ring for, and a ring is very symbolic, it's not like buying a car, right? A okay. ring is symbolic. This is what you're doing and purchasing to put on her finger to show you how much you value her, yes. right? So bringing her there and then like the way that he said, show me the cheap stuff, show me the cheap go. And I was like, that was really rude. And, and even Sophie said, she's like, I feel like he's taking out his frustration on her um, coming out to him at the ring store. Do you feel like that? Or do you think he yeah. just He was just showing his ass. He was being a complete ass through all of it. And then he starts telling the guy, yeah, we have all kinds of problems and we just had new problems today. This guy doesn't give two shits. Are you buying the ring or not? Like, right. No drama here. This is not free therapy. This is no. a freaking jewelry store. Yeah. If you want to go and air out your feelings and problems, there is a couple's therapy person that you can book. Costs money though, which she probably doesn't have. Right. But there is somebody who is everly willing to listen to all of your issues for the right amount and even give you some advice on what to do. But it was it was rude and I feel like he was trying to make her feel bad and embarrass her. Yeah. You know, for for her sexuality. And I, I just you know I don't I don't agree. You know, I don't agree with it at all. I feel like people are allowed to be who they are. I'm not 100% okay with the way she went about telling him and withholding the info, but still his reaction and then saying $500 or less for two rings. So where can you get two rings for $500 or less? Because I'm really confused unless you're going to like a pawn shop. You know, there's all kinds, like, if you love somebody, it doesn't matter the cost of the ring. That doesn't matter. I mean, there's beautiful jewelry out there that is, sterling silver that's not going to turn your finger green or your neck yeah. green or whatever go buy something nice like that you know it's 100 bucks you can get a set i'm sure amazon as long as it doesn't turn your finger colors that's fine so how do you feel about okay so generalized question if you were getting married i know you're already married but say like hypothetically you're going to get married would you want to know how much the ring costed or yep. is it just the thought that he went out and bought one and it's proposing to you. Is that enough? A hundred percent. So, okay. So it doesn't really matter. So I think bringing her there was the mistake because he could have easily brought her a $250 ring and she would have been happy with it. Yeah. I think bringing no, her there. You never buy a wedding set at a pawn shop, first and foremost. You never yeah. buy a ring because that's from a failed marriage. That's from a failed engagement. That's, that's already got bad juju on it. Yeah. I'd rather have a brand new ring out of the quarter machine than a thousand dollar ring that failed a horrible marriage and ended poorly and someone had to pawn their ring yeah i agree i think that negative energy is real and it's transferred through not just people but objects yeah. places all of those things so yeah bringing in a ring for you don't know what they broke up for it could have been cheating right. lying anything abuse and putting that on someone else's finger and starting to start a new bringing that negative energy in i totally believe that i think yep. that I also think that the price of the ring doesn't matter and it should fit into the lifestyle that you live. So like, for instance, Rob isn't working. So it should be something that he can afford, you know, but he, it, it doesn't really matter how much it costs because when you love someone, 
you know, I remember reading a story way back in the day about like when John Cena had somebody when he was before he was famous and they lived in his car together. He yeah. didn't have any money. You know, he didn't have anything. He was still trying to up and come and make it. And I just I remember that story and I was like, see, this shows that love doesn't have a price tag on it because she was sleeping in the car with him. Yeah. You know, like because she just loved him. And obviously he's worth a trillion dollars now. And I don't think he's with this girl anymore or whatever, but still it didn't matter to her what he yeah. had. And I think love has no price tag on it. So I wanted to be mad at him only because the way he handled the situation in the store in front of her. Yeah, that was, like it was classless. It was absolutely classless. It made her feel like she wasn't worth it. And it's like, if you don't, if you feel that way about somebody, don't marry them. You know, absolutely. like if you have any second thoughts or you feel like you're making a mistake or they're not worth it, don't marry them. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. If you don't want to marry her, you can send her back to the UK and he can yep. be on his own. Like, I don't think that it's okay to, to talk so horribly and devaluizing to someone in public. Cause it's like, this is the way you're treating her in public. So imagine how he would treat her in private. It's always 10 times worse, you know, in private. So I can't imagine how she would deal with that. Yep, I agree. That was, it was a terrible situation all the way around. So, where is it? Okay, Sam and Citra. So Citra came to Missouri to see Sam. Oh, oh we saw him have a, a barbecue with his family. And his family is a little concerned about his converting um, to another religion. And apparently he's going to be doing it really fast. First of all, I didn't think that you could convert into another religion in less than two weeks. I thought because... Especially if you don't know shit about it. Isn't there classes? Isn't there classes? Like, what do you have to take classes and like speak to people? And I don't know. I, I don't, I've never converted to like a different religion. I was born into one and then I left that one and never really joined another one. So I don't know the process, but I'm pretty sure you can't just show up at a random church and just say, I'm this religion, make me this religion. And they just like, I'm pretty sure it doesn't work that way. Cause even when you want to get married at a church, don't the um, pastor or the preacher do like a, a session with you before yeah. they will agree to officiate the wedding just to make sure that think, they think that you're compatible enough to enter into that. So wouldn't it be the same for a religion? I would think so. But his mom literally said, our religion is we love everybody. That's not a freaking religion. Yeah, that's not a religion. I love it. I love I it, but it's not a religion. Yeah, it's not a religion. I don't, he, uh, there was so many things wrong with this couple tonight. Well, I, I like them, I wanted to root for them, but I am just, I'm out. Your comment from last week was all over Twitter tonight because everyone was like, why is Citra not wearing traditional Muslim attire? And no. everybody kept questioning that tonight. I guess people didn't notice it as much as you did last week. But Twitter was like, I'm confused. Her sister's wearing traditional Muslim attire. She's just dressed normal. Um, yeah. Explain this to me. Because, you know, it's not really an option in their religion. How you right. well, Or is it? I don't know. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I don't understand it. But I was really under good. the impression it wasn't an option. I don't know either, honestly, but I've never seen a Muslim woman that didn't dress in traditionally. Well, right. Not one that is like very, very big in practicing her religion because they haven't yeah. been intimate. She speaks, um, she said they have to get married within 14 days. Like she's very traditional with her religion minus the attire. And I'm, I'm really confused. So uh, there's holes in the story and I'm just trying to understand what makes her different from her sister. Yeah. That she doesn't have to participate she participates in everything else, but she doesn't have to participate in the traditional attire. I'm trying to understand. One thing I did notice, though, 
is that Sam's working two jobs and sleeping in his car, you know, all this stuff. So I don't think he's got a lot of money, but no. he did have enough money to buy new pillows. So what the hell is Gino's excuse? <laughs> I don't know. You're right. But you know what? We had this conversation. Pillows at Walmart are like 4 or $5. Right. Like, this is but not like a... Got new pillows for her. And Jasmine had to beg for new pillows. She begged. And then when they got to the store, she had to get the sales associates help to convince him, yeah. even in the store, to buy yeah. the pillows. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Okay, so help me say this. Haboxin? Suboxin. 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 Yeah, I looked it up. It's supposedly some kind of pill that you can take that helps you not with not have severe withdrawals from opioids from but opioids but apparently but apparently without a, a prescription bottle it's also illegal yeah because he said on the show that it, it is also an opioid oh so it's an opioid to treat an opioid yeah that's see that sounds like a pyramid scheme to me so if you've got prescription ibuprofen and you don't have that prescription ibuprofen in your prescription bottle you can get in trouble for that Oh, see, I didn't know that. So like traveling, because you know, I travel a lot. So say I was on getting on the plane and they found like, I don't know, something I get prescribed in my luggage. Could I get arrested for that? You can get in trouble for it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's no proof that it's yours. But you what know? if, but if you're able to prove that it's yours. If are you're you... able to prove that it's yours. Like, for example, when my mom was alive, she was on like 10 different medications. And they were in her, I, I had to put them in her pillbox, you know, Monday, Tuesday, mm -hmm. night, all that stuff. I think if it's something like that and you're traveling with it, you would still travel with the bottles also. You know what I mean? Oh, even if it's empty, just yeah. so you have that proof. See, yeah. I didn't realize, but we have to remember this too. He had time to go to court because he said he had to go to court. Wouldn't I, I, in my opinion, wouldn't you just bring your prescription or a, a note from your doctor saying that it was prescribed and this would have all went away? Well, why did you take it out to begin with? That's the question. Right, right. He said that he was traveling for work and I don't know what, um, I know he works for Amazon and I think, um, what was his other job? It was Amazon and can't remember what he said now, but he said he was traveling for work and they got pulled over. I don't know. There's holes in that story too. Yes. Because the first thing I thought was, well, if these are truly your pills, they're honestly prescribed to you well, through a doctor. First of all, if you're traveling with a coworker for business, why did you get searched for drugs? I mean, that's true too. I've been pulled over before. I've never been searched. That's yep. true. This is like, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Right? Yes. Like, I have a lot of questions. He, every time I see him, I have more um, questions and answers. Yeah. And I'm just trying to understand. And then he said that for this situation, he could have done a, what did he call it? A rehab program. But he missed the sign up. That was his diversion, he said. Diversion, right. Diversion. And that would be like, um, basically, you go to rehab instead of going to jail, right? Isn't that what that, that means? More or less. Yeah. So he missed the sign-up date. So now he could actually go to jail. And I'm thinking, why would you miss the sign-up date? Like, all what? you have to do is go, I don't know, maybe to the court and fill out paperwork. That's all you would have to do. Like, I don't know. This whole thing is, 
Maybe he's been flagged on a no-fly list. Wait, why would he be flagged? Do you think this traveling was in the airport? I don't know. I thought this was in the car. Maybe I thought this it was, was in the airport. It, no, it was in a car because he said they got pulled over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he got pulled over. I'm I, this. This is really interesting to me, and I know he never really said he had gotten in trouble for his addiction in the past. Because I was like, why would he go to jail if they found? these pills on him and he could prove they were prescribed to him unless he's, he's mentioned a few times that he got in trouble for drugs. Oh, so like jail drugs problems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah, it's harder to prove that it's an innocent mistake right. when this is something that has happened before. Like I know that for a fact, it's harder to tell the judge like, Hey, super innocent, no big right. deal. And the judge is looking and they're like, well, what about this time and this time and this time that is a different thing. But the fact that he could be facing jail time right before she gets here, who's going to take care of her? She right. can't work. How is he going to sponsor her? Well, yeah, that's okay. So I have a question, too, because somebody told me that having the existence of a criminal record can um, prevent you from sponsoring someone. Yeah. And if he has been in trouble in the past for drugs, how did he get approved for a K-1 visa? Yeah, I don't get it. Something I am so like everything about this story makes no sense to me yep. because I was told a criminal record basically bars you from the K-1 visa process. It's yeah. like there's like two or three things that just bar you. If you don't make I, enough money, having a criminal record um, and fraud charges, anything that has to do with fraud, credit card fraud, bank fraud, anything along those lines, there's no chance you're getting approved right. for a K-1 visa. So what is the deal? Like, how did this happen? And if she gets here, who's going to take care of her? Because she can't work. And if yeah. she gets here and then immediately he goes to, away, who's going to take care of her? And we're, yeah. I'm just confused. Everything, And then the fact that they, they came in in episode nine makes yeah. me think maybe he did get arrested, right? Or put in jail. Because why is why are we halfway through the season before we see them? Yeah, I don't know. Something's fishy about this whole story. And... It's, yeah, it's just, there's too many holes. It just doesn't make any sense. You don't get pulled over and searched for drugs. You don't miss a deadline to sign up for something that prevents you from going to jail. You don't have this huge record and, co and, and be able to sponsor someone from another country. There's so many things that just don't line up. Yeah, it's a lot. And someone said maybe his parents sign the paperwork, but the way that his parents were talking about it at the barbecue and his family, it doesn't sound like they would have done that because they're not like fully supportive. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that they're like, cause he, even he said, he's like, they mostly just make fun of what I'm doing. Like right. he's like, they're not not supportive, but they also think it's a joke. And I should- This is also the dad that only believes in aliens, so. Right, his religion is alien. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot to this story, but none of it goes together. None of it makes sense, so. I'm interested in seeing what happens, though, because, like I said, they came in nine episodes in, so it makes me think that maybe they, um, he got arrested, and he's, he's Also, I don't want to make fun of people. <laughs> Just kidding, I totally do. You totally do. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying when he couldn't pick her up at the airport. <laughs> I, yeah. I spit my coffee everywhere. That is, you have to make sure that you hit the gym, because that can be hard for you as a guy, but also you're gonna make your girl feel insecure because you can't pick her up. But you gotta be very careful. Don't go in and try it if you can't do it. Like you gotta yeah. commit to it and make sure you've been hitting the gym. 
because she's not big. You know, he's just weak, he's right? Tiny. Like, let's just be realistic here. God, how tiny she is. Well, if she's that tiny, lift her up, spin her around. Done deal. Well, yeah, I mean, it shouldn't have been that big of a deal, but he couldn't lift her. And oh, so her sister and dad are coming out right after her to supervise. Both, hmm? both sisters. Oh, both sisters and dad. So, yeah, the whole family yeah. is coming out to supervise her and, and attend the wedding. Apparently, um, he said part of their religion, the Muslim religion, he has to be present for yeah. all of his daughter's weddings, which... I don't know. I just feel like that's just something a dad should do. Not not right. not any religion. Like all dads should be there for yeah. their daughter's weddings. But good. I'm I'm happy that he's doing it. But I do feel the dad is gonna be super pissed off when he hears about these legal issues because he's a cop. Yeah. You know, he's a police officer. Not just that, he's a religious police officer. So he's like a male Karen, right? Yeah. Like he's definitely not yeah. okay with that type of situation around his daughter. So I don't know if he's even gonna give them the blessing. And, or if Sam is smart, he's not gonna say nothing until they yeah. get married. Like that would be the smart thing to do. Like don't say anything to anybody unless maybe the cops show up to his house and pick him up. You yeah. know, like, cause I, apparently he's got this, this thing hanging over his head. So I don't know, we don't know when this is gonna happen, what, how much time he has. And I don't know if he has a lawyer, like there's a lot, there's a lot I'm worried about, but. There's Let's talk about the Nikki and Justin because it kind of feels like the Nikki. I, don't, I just love calling her the Nikki for some reason. Justin, <laughs> like, I just want to call her the Nikki. Hey, Florian. Um, so the Nikki has decided that she can't take the fact that she was in Mexico with Justin. They were having vacations together. She applied for the K one visa. They were pretty serious, right? And then Justin revealed that he had girls that were friends that he was sleeping with because. I don't know, his explanation tonight was because I like girls, so it's normal. Right. I was like, well, no, yeah, lots of men like girls, but if they're in a relationship, you don't just have sex with any girl that you see. You know, like that's not normal in any country. I don't care where you live. I guarantee yeah. you, you could ask any woman in any country just because a man likes girls doesn't mean that he has the right to just go sleep with anyone that he meets when he's in a relationship. Yeah. That was his explanation. And he seemed to keep saying like, well, let's just throw the past away. Let's not lose everything for this. And and I, I, I disagree 100%. I think that Justin has been using Nikki from the beginning. I oh, think yeah. that he saw, he's like, well, this trans woman, I don't want to be with her, but she really, really, really wants to be with me. And I'm going to milk this for all that is worth. I think yeah. that's exactly what happened. And I think that he doesn't see the the wrong in what he did because he doesn't love her. He's not attracted to her. He doesn't want to be with her. She's made his life a hell of a lot easier over the past couple of years. And, you know, he screwed it up. Like she said it, she, she's like, you effed up. She's like, of all the things you could have done, you have screwed this up. And I actually want her to really leave. Cause you know, everybody's like, oh, I'm gonna leave. But then they just pack their stuff and go stay at a hotel down the street. You have That's to leave. It was her because she made the comment and she said exactly. Uh, hold on. I got it exactly what she said so that I didn't get it wrong. She said, people like me with a past like mine don't have many options, especially with a good looking person. So essentially, I'll just settle for however I'm treated because I don't deserve any better. And I thought that was so freaking sad. I hated that too. She yeah. doesn't feel that she deserves the relationship that she's in. And yeah. honestly, she doesn't deserve him. She deserves yeah. better. 
wait, she wait, totally wait. deserves better. But unfortunately, her life has been very difficult, right? Like mm -hmm. she realized at a young age that she was born in the wrong body. And yep. she had to make literal changes to her entire body, her whole life. Hell, even her birth certificate, driver, everything has to be different now. So, yeah. and then she has to live with the stigma of, because you know what? She's what, in her 40s? When she was doing this, it wasn't okay, okay? Like the way that we're accepting and understanding of sexuality and gender now, that wasn't happening. People yeah. were not treating people the way they are now. So she went through a rough period, just understanding how to be accepted or how to even go out and, and date. Who, who couldn't you tell? Because there were times where trans women were being beaten yeah. just because people found out that they were trans. So it really did suck to hear Nikki say, this is what I deserve. This nothing, this, it's right. this or nothing. And it really hurt because I was like, at first, you know, we were like, you should have just told him what was going on. But when you put yourself in her shoes and understand what she's been through, telling people what's going on, it, it removed them from her life. Yeah. And it made her feel like she wasn't deserving of someone to love her. And that that's really heartbreaking because she literally has done everything for him. And I don't want to make it seem like she didn't lie to him because she did. But she yeah. has definitely made his life a lot easier. And all she's asking for in return is to just be loved. Yeah. And I don't think that's asking a lot. Right? She's literally not asking for anything other than to just say you love me, show you love me, and be faithful to me. And I think that he's taken full advantage of her and I hate it. But the other thing that I don't like that she's doing is every time he says something, like, it doesn't matter what it is. No, I'm not saying he's right, so please don't take that as I am. But regardless of what he does, she always says, I've given you money. I've given you money. I've yeah. helped you. I fix this. I fix that. Don't do shit for me if you're ever going to hold it over my head, even for a second. Yeah. Because I'll bend over backwards for you, and I'll never say a word about it. I think that that's like a defense mechanism, because I feel like she feels like she has to do things for people to, for them to love her or to to reciprocate. Yeah. And it's probably like a, a trauma reaction to things that she's been through, because I'm pretty sure the way she's acting in this relationship has to do with probably past relationships, like things yeah. that she went through. And I'm, it's looking to me like she's always been the one who had to do more for the other person to get something in return. And I think this that I might actually be the reason why her relationships keep failing because you can't buy. I agree, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm so frustrated when people, people do that. I've sacrificed so much. I've paid so much. I've, I've, I've. Well, yeah, but you did it for love. You did it for the relationship to work. You didn't do it to force the person to behave. Because I always look at relationships as marriage as like going to the casino. I always look at it as a risk. Like you can do everything right. You can treat the person right. You can be faithful. The other person's actions are a gamble. They can, they can appreciate you. They can reciprocate those things. Or they can do the opposite. They can lie to you, cheat on you, use you, um, use you for money. Like you're taking a gamble. You never can predict or determine how that person is going to treat you. Yes. And I think that she looks at it as I did everything right. right. I was um, faithful to you. I gave you money when you needed it. I paid for this. I did that. And I think that her defense is, well, you should have reciprocated that to me. But you're right. Whenever they fight, it's 
I send you money when you need it. I send you money when you need it. And it's like, well, you can't buy him. He has to actually want to love you. Literally. And I think that's the whole issue. He doesn't want to love her. He, yeah. he, can, he can go sleep with literally any woman that he thinks is cute. He has to talk himself into and like meditate for three hours to sleep in the same bed with her. That says a lot, right? Yeah. That says a whole lot. And I wish that she um, had a higher self-worth, you know, because I know what she's been through. She feels like this is what yeah. she deserves. She can't get better than that. And I hate it. And I feel like he's capitalizing on her, her damaged feelings and her yes. self-esteem. And that makes him even worse. That makes him evil because yeah. he knows that he can get away with it because she thinks that she doesn't deserve better. Yeah, that's it's so unfortunate. It's I want so her to get on the next plane and leave and never look back. Yes. She can do better. I know it's hard because this is like a 17 year journey, right? Like I know it's hard, it's not gonna be easy. I can't imagine leaving or walking away from something for 17 years, but it's what's best for her. And every time he opens his mouth, it gets worse. Yeah. Like every time, like last week he laughed in her face. This week he was like, well, yeah, I like girls. So of course I sleep with girls. And I'm like, Every yeah. time he opens his mouth, it just gets worse. Like, yeah. at this point, he's capitalizing off of her love for him. And a lot of people do that. You know, a lot yeah. of people, they're like, this person likes me more than I like them. So I'm, I don't want to say any names, Jasmine. But I think that a lot of people use that. They're like, well, this person likes me a lot more than I like them. So yeah, I'm going to make sure that I get exactly what I want out of this relationship. Because right. Jasmine made it all the way to Miami. She made a well first to Michigan, now to Miami, and then I don't know where they're going to get married. Probably a destination because I can't imagine getting married in Michigan in like wait. So she got here in March, April, May, June. No, it'll be June, so it'll be warm. It'll be warm, so they could get married in Michigan. But I think she'll probably make sure that she doesn't, so Gino can't invite his family. Yes, it's going to be far away, so he can't invite his. Family. And she'll wait and make sure that somebody's on vacation in Florida or somewhere else, and then she's like, "Let's get married on this day," because you know Jasmine. Jasmine has to control everything and it's yeah. funny because gino said it in this episode he was like i'm terrified of her he yeah. was like it's not that i didn't want to tell her the truth i'm literally scared and i was like how healthy is a relationship if you're terrified of the person that you're that with? would be horrible that would right? be horrible i don't think i would sleep well at night because if you're terrified you don't know what's gonna happen are they gonna wake up wake you up by throwing hot water on you yeah you know like or you're gonna be sleeping and she goes through your top drawer and finds a picture of a girlfriend from high school and she's like screaming. Like, I don't know if I can live with the fear. Yeah. I can't be afraid of someone. Like Absolutely. if I'm afraid of someone, I don't want them around me. Yep. So I can't imagine sleeping in a bed next to somebody I'm afraid of. No way. So Devin's dad talked to Nick about the piggy situation. He was like, well, you know, he had lots of concerns. He's like, the first time I, I met you, you're already engaged to my daughter, I'm about to get married. So I want to get to know you. But he was like, his, he wanted to get an explanation as to why he was calling his daughter a piggy. And then we got it and it, it made it worse. So he was, he was like, well, she didn't like it, but she got used to it. And I was yeah. like, well. Uh, I want to smack him for that. That is literally how every domestic abuse relationship starts, right? Like this is literally, the stuff that Dateline NBC and, you know, battered women's shelters were created for. People yeah. who think that way. Just because you do something and then someone is just used to it doesn't make it okay. It doesn't even make it acceptable. And the right. dad was like, so you think it's funny and okay that she just has to get used to your bad habits and you making her feel like shit. And it, it really irritated me because I was thinking like of things that 
we do that we just get used to like when i go to the dentist and i have to get like a root canal or something i hate it but i'm used to it but i'm not okay with it right so i was like going down the list of things that i have to do oh getting shots hate it i'm used to it don't want to do it so like yep. he thinks that no, a relationship right he thinks that a relationship is just something that you hate but you just get used to right. who raised this man yeah this is terrible it's bad and i was just i was kind of shocked at that but the way i don't know I, I had this realization that people in other countries their level of um what's the kindest way to say this their level of like the way that they express themselves and say things okay they say things that we would consider to be rude or disrespectful or offensive but they just say it like there's no right. sugar coating because he's like well america in america there's more fat people than in korea Right. Like, well, yeah, America has fat people. You know, America has crime. America has lots of different things. But Korea has some downsides, too. Yeah. You know, and I've, I found, like, a lot of people who come from other countries, they always have something negative to say about America. But I was like, there's no perfect country. Absolutely. And I, I, I really hate the way they want to come here, but they like, oh, well, the people here are this, or the people here are fat, or they're stupid, and they don't understand. And I'm like, there are downsides to your country, too. I mean, Absolutely. you might have blinders on because you were born there, but I don't know. I was born in America and I can point out like seven or eight things about America that are terrible. You know, like I'm not wearing blinders. I can see it. It's there. But like when people come over, they have such nasty things to say about not just the country, but like the people too. I remember Yara got to New Orleans. She's like, I hate it. It smells like this. It actually does. I used to live out there. Right. But still, like they have these negative um, um, inclined or ways of saying things about our country and it's like but if we were to say something about their country holy shit they would flip out right because jovi has said some things to yara in the past about her country she flipped out yeah right? but she just dogs louisiana and dogs new um new orleans as much as she wants to it's just totally fine see yeah that comment came up um on twitter um a lot of people are like oh well the pandemic started in that country and it's like yeah a lot of people can say a lot of different things about a lot of different places. We have to understand that all countries have downsides, issues, things that they handle in a negative way, right? But they, I think of 10 things that are wrong with America and fat people aren't one of them. The smell well, of pissy streets aren't one of them. Oh no, these are very, yeah, these are very minor issues. Yeah. Fat people. So for to say, for them to even think that that's the worst of our country. Boy, oh yeah. That's a compliment. Yeah, you're right. That's a compliment because we have lots of issues like gun control issues. You're right. Like, yeah. so if that's what they are looking at and their their consensus is we eat too much, yeah. I'll take it. Right. Yeah. Because there's a lot of other things going on that we would love to be changed or fixed that we haven't gotten around. To, well, our lawmakers haven't gotten around to fixing. So, yeah, if that's true, if, if just our food is greasy and we eat too much of it, that's the only issue. I'll yeah. take it, right? Like, I'll take it. I don't see any any problem to fight back from that because it could be way worse. Okay, so this wedding dress situation. So I have a question. Um, she ordered a traditional Korean wedding dress and when it showed up, she was surprised by the color. So I'm confused at the idea of ordering a dress and you, like, is it a mystery pack dress? Like, how do you not know what the dress is gonna look like before it gets to you? I don't know, but I'm telling you, I hate gold too. And oh. There have been, I, I related with her so much on that. There have been a handful of times that I've ordered something. For example, I ordered a blue and cream colored area rug 
mm -hmm. for my front door. It is not blue and cream colored. It is dark navy and the most gold gold you've ever seen. It is now on my front porch under my chairs. <laughs> like, it is awful. It's oh, so it could have been like a, a color. Um, what's the so word? It, it looked one way on the internet. So it looks like it's a, a cream color or, yeah. or, or something else. And it shows up and it's freaking gold. So basically, it could also be like a resolution problem. Because a lot of times, like the higher the resolution on something. Oh my God, do you remember like a few years? I don't know, maybe more. There was the a dress. dress? Yes. 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 And every single person saw a different color. So you're right. I don't want to, I don't want to say that. So you're right. Maybe whatever she screen she was looking at didn't give her a, a good picture of the maybe, dress. Maybe she's the one that saw the other color. Maybe that dress was blue and white to her when she looked at it. So is it just me or is it, does it seem like Devin is usually out of it? Are you she's getting very out of it? Right. And I can't pinpoint it. Like, I don't feel like she's like on drugs. But like, I don't know, she's just very out of it. Like she's there, but then there's something else going on and I've been trying to pinpoint it and I can't. And I don't know, like, cause I, I don't, I don't, I want to be sensitive because it could be something, you know, medical. So I, I don't, and like, no one. I, I, this is probably completely the wrong term for it. But it, when I was watching her tonight, it's like the, that disassociative personality where when you're around a lot of people, you completely disassociate you shut down, you don't say shit, like, you're so to yourself, because oh, there is okay. just too many people. She's probably very overstimulated, and not knowing how to deal with not just her family, but all of the camera crews, and she's got people touching her, and makeup, yeah. and she's got a billion things going on that I'm sure she is not used to. That's true. I felt That's true. Because actually. you're right, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with her like but i, I also feel that she's out of it and i think you might write maybe she kind of displaces herself in those moments because she doesn't like to be around people because we actually found out today clayton is a very isolated person yeah and, you know there's a lot of people that are like that i think the internet has really created very self-sufficient and isolated people yeah. like because you can shop online you can meet people online you can talk to people like us clayton um his best friend of 10 years, he's never met in person. Right. It's an internet relationship. And I think that, you know, our social skills are definitely dwindling. And the internet is definitely because of that. Because not only are we meeting people online, watching TV online, we're working online now. Yeah. We don't have to leave the house. And Anna Lee is very worried because she feels like there's no circle of friends because she's left everything that she's known and she wants to be social which a lot of people do like being social you know i don't know i could take it or leave it like there's days when i want to go out and do stuff and be around people and there are also days where there, i don't want to leave my bedroom so like yep. i could take it or leave it but she wants to she, like, she thinks it's important that they meet his best friend and his best friend is at the wedding and i think that she wants to get to know the people around him to get a better idea of who he is and i don't think that that's a bad idea i think yeah. that you should get to know the people that know the person you're marrying because you also could be marrying an axe murderer. You don't, you don't know this person, right? Well, so far you're not off on a very good foot in this one bedroom apartment with closet mom and all these animals. Like right. I know some people too. Yeah. But because spending so much time playing games, 
I get that he works from home. I get that's part of his job. I get being on the computer is part of his job. But when work is over, spend time with the woman you just brought into your home from a different country that's not at some farm. So how do you feel about his relationship with video games? Because I know of, wait, what? It's absurd. I know, okay, so I know a lot of women. I put this a poll on Twitter and I actually got a lot of women who responded. They said, I don't think it's an issue. I like video games too. So it was kind of split. But I was just wondering, because I, I thought, well, he played video games a lot because he was single. And I was thinking she could replace video games in his life. Like, yes. But you would think that he would put video games on the back burner, take her out, go out and do things, go to concerts, you know, do things with her. Because I was well, under the impression video games were something that you did when you were lonely or you didn't have like a big circle of friends. There are gamer chicks and that's great. Kudos to them. But when you're so lonely that you're playing video games, your only friend is on the other side of the computer that you've never met. You're, you reach out, you find someone that you fall in love with in another country and she's now sitting right in front of you to hell with the video game be done with that go meet your friend in real life show her you know that you're happy she's here he's wasting everything wasting his time wasting her time wasting her space there it's just it's sad to me it is so sad i think that her um worry is warranted because the the life that he lives I think isn't the life that she's going to want to live. Like him sitting in the house playing video games, never wanting to do anything. You know, I think that it is questionable and disturbing. You know, yeah. because if I thought when she got there that he would have had a lot, because we watch a lot of people when they bring their person over to the U.S., they have all these plans, they take them out. They, like Gino's taking her to Miami, you know, they have all these things, you know, to make them more acclimated into their new home. And I feel like Clayton was just like, okay, you're home. And then he just went back to his daily routine. He didn't change anything. Yep. You know, and I think that that's, that's questionable. Cause I felt like he made it seem like she was going to fill a void in his life that he needed. And in my opinion, he just kind of brought her there, put her in the apartment, set her down and went back to what he was doing. Yep. And that's, that's a little scary because she's not just something to collect. You know, she's a person she wants to, she has goals. And I mean, I, I do want to get, um, yes, yeah, someone said the llamas were more sexual than her. So I want to get to um, the sexual thing. So she's been there over a month, no intimacy. And he did but take- They did go to a hotel and we saw him sprawled out like, uh, what was it, a cow? She said a cow. <laughs> so he sprawled out like a cow, but then that was that. And then they were well, back home. Well, at first we were writing it off as because his mom was in the closet, which is basically the exact same room they were in. But like you said, they went to the hotel, no intimacy. And intimacy is important in a relationship and a marriage. So if she's just here to be his friend, that's not a K-1 visa. I so agree. But I need to understand. If I went somewhere and that's all you could talk about was how we haven't had sex and how you're telling random people and strangers that we haven't had sex, and that the farm animals are getting more action than you. That is such a turnoff for any human, let alone someone that's coming from this country that you can't peel your face away from your video game long enough to pay attention to me. Sorry, that doesn't make you more attractive to me. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know if she was ever attracted. Do you remember when we were watching her arrive and she was coming down the escalator and he didn't run to her, she didn't run to him. They just, she waited for the escalator. Cause you know, when we watch people meet, they drop yeah. things, they run, they pick each other up, they scream, they cry. They were just like, hey. Hey. And yeah. that, that was very telling for me. Cause yeah. I was like, that, that I don't see the, the crazy chemistry. Even Gino and Jasmine, they hate right. each other, but you know, they make they have intimacy you know so yeah. that's not an issue so i'm really confused at what she wants from him I, I mean she was kind of complaining about the apartment which she has the right that apartment is filthy there's no room there's too many animals there was like stuff everywhere i don't even know how people walk. it should be a fire hazard i get yeah. that but i do feel like the attraction i don't know we were just talking about this before even if he lived in his car if she if she loved them there would be an attraction Right. I don't see any attraction. I just see her every time. He, and when he brings up intimacy, she looks annoyed. Yeah. So I don't it's know. The also, whole thing is. This is also the guy that brings a Rubik's cube on a romantic honeymoon mm. on a romantic trip to a hotel just in case she falls asleep. Yeah. He ain't got no risk. Like for real. Like if you have to, and that means that he knew nothing was gonna happen because you brought that. Most guys bring condoms or yeah. lube or you know like they their mind is in a different place yeah right they're like oh this is going to be a romantic weekend they bring her a lingerie they go to the victoria's secret and they buy and they're like i'm going to bring this for her you know they yeah. they're, they don't think well let me bring a rubik's cube yeah. you know to the like that <laughs> his mind is definitely not in the same place where most men would be when they're taking their woman out to a romantic right um night you know together so i don't want to blame him but it's like he definitely needs to make her more of a priority yep. and i think even her coming to that apartment didn't make her feel like a priority because I, I was watching her try to fit in to the apartment and there's nowhere for her to fit in yep. you know the, the mom is like oh i was waiting for her to clean up after her. So like she's not i don't feel any welcoming like vibes from either of them and it's funny because he says he's happy she's there but he's also in this in the room playing video games ignoring her at the same time yeah. so well yeah someone says men some men are just not romantic that's true too that is true but without being romantic they still wouldn't bring a rubik's cube well no 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 they wouldn't own a man who has game doesn't own a rubik's cube yes like let's just be honest he doesn't own one and he can't Correct. solve one He's busy Correct. solving women, right? Like, yeah. he, he doesn't have time for that. Oh, wait, someone says he's just excited to have a girlfriend. I kind of think that's what it is. That is he's just excited to have a girl in his apartment that isn't trying to get out, yes. right? Like, um, I feel like that's <laughs> that's kind I of mean, his excitement. He's probably trying to get out now. Yeah, I feel like she's probably, like, trying to figure out a way out, and I don't blame her at this point. But... I don't know. I'm, I'm confused by her, but like you said, there's not a lot of reasons why she should be like giving it up. Like honestly, yeah. like because he needs to give her more time, attention, and I don't know the video games. I don't know. I have a negative feeling about video games when a man has responsibilities because a, a fiance or a wife or a family and stuff. That's real responsibility. Yeah, and I feel like video games should always be less of a priority when you have those in your life. Like if you're a grown adult man with no wife, no kids, and your bills are paid, play video games all day, right? You know, all day, whatever makes you happy. Game, there are gamer chicks, but mm -hmm. how? Let her bring her in, show her, show her. Well, yeah, if, her to play. 
if she this is something he truly loves, try to sit her down and get her involved with it too. A lot of um, couples like, oh, Gino. Gino loves bowling. He took Jasmine to the bowling alley. You can try to make something you love something that you both love. Yes. You know, don't just go in the other room and ignore her for three hours. Yes. Ask her if she wants to come in the room and watch you play for an hour and then say, hey, since you've been watching, do you want to try it? Do you want to see, you know, you saw me play. Do you want to try it? I, 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 most girls I know would say no. But you're right. I know that there are, there's some gamer chicks, the Capasso triplets, it's like triplet sisters. They're like, they make thousands of dollars a year yeah. um, playing games. You know, so yeah. I don't want to write off any woman as being not, not a gamer. Women can choose whatever the hell they want to like, right? They can choose whatever they want. There's a lot of women who every Sunday put on a football jersey and watch the game. You know, yeah. women, they bond and figure out the things that they want to do on their own. But I feel like he is not implementing her into his life. Like someone said, she, he just wanted a girlfriend and now he has one. So he's going back to his everyday life and it's not going to work that way. She yep. needs to be implemented in and then he needs to like implement his mom out. I don't yep. think his mom is helping either. I think that he needs to be more of a man and less of a boy. I think that's the whole issue. Yep, mom needs to go live with the sister and they need to move out of that apartment. Well, the apartment might be big enough if mom would get out and take all her shit with her. If all the, animal, <laughs> if all the animals went with mom, yes. Yeah, but they should just I, have like a dog, right? I think the guinea pigs are his and those cages and toys all over the place, that's never gonna fly with her. Yeah, I mean, having an animal is like a specific thing. Cause there are yeah. some people who are like, anally clean and like an animal i don't care how much you clean animals are still animals so yeah. some people are just they can't handle that and the way that she was walking around the apartment i feel like she might be one of those people who you know can't have an animal or yeah. it would need to be a cat like one of the self-cleaning animals like <laughs> i feel like she's you know she's that's kind of who she is and again like the Oh yeah, YSP, you're right. They don't know each other at all. They don't know each other enough to know what their needs are. And I think the main issue is they don't talk to each other either. The yeah. only time they have a conversation is he's complaining that she won't sleep with him. Yeah. Or, and, and, and how is that gonna work? Like we learned from Nikki, men don't like it just like women don't like it. You yeah. nag them for sex, it goes both ways. And I know women get it more than men usually, but either it, when it's the other way around, nobody wants that. If it doesn't happen naturally and spontaneously, it's probably not gonna happen. Yeah. No? Especially when it's made public. Like when you start talking to people outside, oh, blah, 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 we're having this appetizer because we're not having sex. That's, yeah, you're almost sealing the deal that you're not getting it then, yep. right? Like shaming a woman Plus or a man or a man for that matter. Yeah. These people they just met, we'll get into that next week, but still. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that next week. Okay, so tomorrow we're going to get part two of the tell-all in the very last episode ever of The Family Chantel, which we'll talk about the tell-all tomorrow, um, and then The Family Chantel, the series finale on Tuesday. Um, and then Dee Dee will be back sometime next week. So we'll be back for that. So yeah, everybody, this week is the last week for The Family Chantel ever, and then we will see Chantel pop up on The Single Life, which premieres beginning of next month. So I'm excited to see Chantel dating and getting back in the in the game after yeah. her seven-year marriage to Pedro, which I don't know how long the marriage actually was, maybe like a few months. Like, let's be real. It, it wasn't real marriage in the beginning, but she's going to be back in the game. And um, I don't know if you guys watch A Thousand Pound Sisters or Smothered. Both of those shows are coming back um, this week. Oh. I yep. believe Wednesday. 
So if you yes. guys are fans of the um, Slanton sisters, I'm a huge fan. They're both much smaller now, by the way. Spoiler yeah. um, and Or the Smothered. I don't know how many um, old returning couples, or I call them couples. Mothers and daughters are coming back, but I know there's quite a few new um, mothers and daughters back for Smothered. I'm a big fan of Smothered and Mama's. So if you guys are watching that, make sure you tune in this week. And I might be covering some of those. I have to see how time is going because it's the holidays and I don't know how things are going to look. I want to cover those shows, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Oh, and um, this Friday, episode two of the Medium Sessions with Juliana Fisher on the George Monson Show will be released. Um, we haven't done any of the sessions with listeners yet, but we are working on that this week. So I'll try to reach out to everyone then. Thank you so much to Cara for joining me. Thank you for everyone who stuck with us tonight. Um, make sure you're following Cara on her social media. She's tagged in this video. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in the George Mossy Show. And we will be back here tomorrow night for The Other Way. We get an hour of part two of the finale, and I'm really excited about that. So we'll be back to discuss that. Thank you, guys, and everybody have a wonderful night. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.